Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Party has started. Yes, indeed. Bells and whistles, lights, and everything's going on, including your host. Sitting in front of this beautiful microphone at the downtown Indianapolis studios, bringing you Indiana Outdoors this weekend. I, your host, Brian Pointer. And of course, let's get this out of the way first, because we couldn't do the show if it weren't for our friends at the Indiana Donor Network. They're doing such great work, and we're making progress on that donor waiting list. But you can sign up to be an organ and tissue donor, help to save a lot of lives, heal a lot of lives when you make that donation. So, Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. As we have been doing here for the last several weeks, previewing and anticipating the upcoming Ford Boat Sport and Travel Show, as well as the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. It is one of the highlights for me, and it certainly takes a lot of oxygen uh, this time of the year for Indiana Outdoors because it's a worthy event, and so many personalities, people, uh, events. Uh, you go in there, and the sights, the sounds, the smells, the people, the handshakes, the hugs. Uh, a lot of folks get together out there year after year, as I have done. That's coming up here in mid-February, go to IndieSportsShow.com, buy your tickets right now, and uh, get get that done. Just go ahead and get it done. Uh, today, we're going to be talking to a couple of my favorite people, literally, who have been institutions at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo, as well as the... Uh, uh, Tackle Town and Russ Bailey is great personality, great teacher, wildly successful host, expert, uh, world class crappie fisherman, and he is going to be with us. And Bill Eppards, uh, again, one of the world class bow hunters, is going to be there. He's going to be on the show. Rick Cochran with the Indiana Wildlife Federation. I could go on and on, but I want to make sure that we leave plenty of time, especially for Russ Bailey, one of the great personalities. He's going to be with me when we return. A little crappie fishing. It's the Indiana Outdoor Show, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. So great to be with you. What a tale of two weeks we've had here, from zero to 50, and uh, I think I can almost see outside of the windows because of this fog, pretty creepy, but guess what? It's the Indiana Outdoor Show, brought to you by our friends at Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Sign up to be an organ and tissue donor when you buy your hunting and fishing license. Couldn't be any easier to help save up to seven lives and heal up to 70 others. As you are fully aware, we are in the final sprint now to the Ford Boat Sport and Travel Show. 
at the beautiful Indiana State Fairgrounds. It's a highlight of midwinter for sure. And with that, we have been highlighting, profiling, styling and profiling, if you will, with all the great folks that are coming to this, the hog trough, to the tackle town, to the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. None better or more popular than our good friend Russ Bailey. Russ, it's been a minute. And uh, I know it's the show season. Where do I find you this weekend? What have you been up to? I'll tell you what. First of all, you're starting out well, man. Styling and profiling. A Ric Flair fan. (laughs) (laughs) See, I wondered if anybody was going to get that. Now, listen, I kind of like Dusty Rhodes, but Ric Flair was my second, man. God love you. That's why you're one of my favorites. Last time we were together, we were sitting on the chair in the Travel Cafe doing some of the Facebook Live stuff, learning uh, about what you were doing for the folks at the Boat Sport and Travel Show, and you uh, certainly have uh, been busy since. Let's go back, and how was last year? What are you looking forward to this year? Give us an idea of what Russ has been up to and a little bit about you for those that don't know you. Sure. Um, I'm actually the host of a, a crappie fishing show. It's called Brush Pile Fishing, and uh, we're in our starting taping now for our 11th season. Um, you know, we start out on the Pursuit Channel, and like everything else, it just seems everything's going on demand online. So we're on several on-demand services, but the easiest way to catch our show is either go to the uh, website, which is brushpilefishing.com, or on our YouTube channel. Uh, all of our shows there, we've got, uh, I don't know, 150 crappie shows from across the country. They're totally free to watch. You don't have to join anything. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you, man, we are we are busy. We're actually on right now heading to Florida. We're going to start taping for next year's series. Uh, we're going to do sh- four shows down there. So uh, we had some great shows last year, hoping to continue that this year. Russ Bailey is our guest. Well, you're a fan favorite, and you love to teach, and that's what I've learned over the years talking to all of your colleagues that have been on Indiana Outdoors or have been at Facebook Live at the sports show. Everybody out there loves to teach. I mean, you go to these shows, you put your family on hold, you go and teach, and you're on these platforms and stages. What's the joy that you get out of that? What's some of the favorite things that you like to teach? I'll tell you, it's it's funny you bring that up because, you know, I used to be a tournament fisherman, and I got to fish in several national championships and everything, but I, I just got tired of the travel, and I started guiding on my home lake. And I kid you not, we would take people out that maybe fish once or twice a year, so they, they weren't real refined in their skills. And to get them to jig fish, by you know, you've seen all the doubt in their eyes in the morning. By that afternoon when they had a cooler full of fish, I mean, their chests were pumped out, and it's like, this is what I want to do, help people out. And I think what sets our show apart from a lot of other shows and has kept us going for so strong is instead of you seeing me every week doing the same thing, here's a fish, here's a fish, I get to fish, you know, through the tournament years, I've met some of the best anglers in the country, and we all have the same sponsors. So I get to go to a new lake uh, with a new tournament pro, and we're bringing you their favorite tips and techniques. So every time I go out, I'm still learning things after all these years, 
and you're listening from the, the greatest pros across the country. So everything is always different, and I think that's what keeps the show fresh. Well, you're a great host, and you're a great personality, and you're just a darn nice guy to, to boot. So it's no wonder that your show's in its 11th season. And crappie fishing is such a family-friendly sport, if you will. It's a, it's a great fish because it's relatively uh, simple. And I say relatively because, you know, as a pro and what you're teaching, there's always tricks and tips that people can learn. But it's such a family-friendly thing because a lot of folks, uh, uh, you don't need a lot of stuff. You can have a lot of stuff, but you don't need it. And that's one of the things that I've always appreciated about uh, the national organization sponsoring these tournaments. As you said, you used to be in the fishing tournament trail. But those folks that come to those, uh, it's a family event, and it's just fun to be around. It is. And and like you say, to get started, you don't have to invest a lot of money. And, uh, you know, I don't care if you're the biggest bass pro in the country or walleye pro. It just seems like all of us started out fishing with live bait and a bobber and, and catching some bluegills and crappies. And uh, like you say, it's it's the most basic form of fishing. It's the easiest. Um, and when the fish are on, you talk about a, a good way to get a kid broke in. Man, that's the way when they can't keep that bobber in the water. Russ Bailey is our guest, and he is the host of the wildly popular Brush Pile Fishing starting its 11th season on his way to Florida to do some taping. It's a better place to be than uh, north, but you are going to be coming up to the Boat Sport and Travel Show here in a couple weeks. How many shows do you do this time of the year oh the sport and travel shows several like when i get back my weekends for the next month month and a half are booked um and we're going everywhere from like you say indianapolis missouri cincinnati uh columbus but i love it because i get to talk with the people that watch the show they get it you know they all want to show me their fish pictures and stuff and and a lot of them will say you know we learned this technique on your show and so it is awesome it's it's one-on-one with the people with our fans and and the indianapolis show i'll tell you what kevin's been doing this for a long time and it shows because I'm not sure anyone does it better. Uh, the crowds there are phenomenal. It doesn't matter if it's the first day or the last day of the show. And uh, we'll be there the last weekend. I'm doing seminars on that Saturday and Sunday. I can't wait. Well, you mentioned the Renfro Productions. Now, uh, believe it or not, the fourth generation of Renfro Productions was just born to uh, Mitch and his beautiful wife and the long legacy of creating an, an epic midwinter uh, place to go dates back for me some 40 plus years when I was there with my dad and I know you've been doing this a long time but as a little kid there was nothing better on a cold weeknight to go down to the Coliseum and it was such a different show at that point in time and the lights would come down the stage shows didn't know if you were going to be wrestling a bear or some guy's going to be doing some cowboy action shooting but every year they seem to create shows within shows they stay on top of trends they are ahead of what the people out there are looking for and you know the idea of kayak bass fishing is a humongous draw and if five six seven years ago you wouldn't have seen those that emphasis so they are staying on top of all the new trends and bringing the trusted well, the trusted folks like you that the fans love to come and see and buy those tickets and learn from, and it's got to be a rewarding thing for you when you have a packed house. It is. I, you know, and, and the, the biggest thing for me when I do these seminars is at the end of them, 
when when you've got all the questions. And, you know, some people, and, and I, I do want to bring this up, some people don't like raising their hands when there's a big crowd and asking something. So they'll wait till you know, every when I'm down off the fish tank and stuff, and they'll come up for one-on-one. Please do that because I don't want you to leave there with a, with a question that if I don't know the answer, I'm going to find it for you, and I'll call you and give it to you when I do. So uh, we love audience participation. And I, like I say, the Indianapolis show has just always been super for this. It is indeed. And do you have an idea of what you're going to be teaching? I mean, I'm sure you learn. I'm sure like I do on Indian Outdoors in our 25th season here, there's not a week that I do the Indian Outdoor show that I don't learn something. And I'm sure it's the same with you. You're a teacher. You're giving people tips and techniques that they come back and say, hey, it helped me be a better fisherman. But I'm sure you pick up things from talking to them as well that makes you a better host of a great TV show and, and frankly, a better fisherman as well. Sure, you know, and and I'll have guys come up after the seminars and say, hey, have you ever tried just adjusting this a little bit or whatever? And you know what? I'm thinking, why in the heck didn't I ever think of that? And we'll try some of those things. And and one of the – you asked what we're going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about a couple different things. As you know, most of the people to go to that show are from Ohio, Indiana, that area. And uh, we have severe cold fronts in the spring. So we're going to talk about catching those finicky crappie during those cold fronts. You know, a lot of people, they're going to get up when it was 70 degrees yesterday and it's a high of 36 today, they're going back to bed. We're going to tell you why that's not a good idea. If you want to refine your skills, you know going into that day it's going to be tough. Those are the days you're going to be needed to be out there because if you can get those fish to hit and figure out what it takes during those days, I'll tell you what, man, the rest of your year is going to be awesome. We're also going to talk about some summertime techniques. I can remember, you know, what, 20 years ago when crappie fishing basically was something that everybody did during the spawn for a couple of weeks. And then would try to, you know, fish a little bit in the fall. Other than that, it was a springtime activity. Crappie fishing now is a year-round sport and is actually more productive in the summer than the spring as long as you can change some of the techniques you're using. Well, that's why you buy a ticket and come out to see the great uh, folks like Russ Bailey, our guest. Russ, when you were a little guy and you were growing up and you, uh, I'm sure, enjoyed the outdoors, you probably enjoyed fishing, uh, now you've made it your vocation. How did you, did you ever see yourself doing this when you were a little guy? out on a pond somewhere no no i didn't but and 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 you play along with this and you got to be honest with me okay so how many times have we been out just fishing with a buddy not necessarily in a tournament we're just out we're fishing and you or your buddy you hook into a big fish and all of a sudden you're bill dance or jimmy you son there he is (laughs) all done it we have all done it and uh i used to do it all the time and uh when I got a, the, the first call, you know, I had a show called Midwest Crappie a long, long time ago, um, but I got a call from one of the sponsors, and they said there are so many shows for bass fishermen and deep-sea fishermen. They said there is nothing for the crappie guy. Would you be interested in trying this? And I absolutely, yes, yes. And then, you know, when I hung up from that phone call, then the reality stuck in and says, I have no clue what I'm doing. And uh, it it's been a process but it has been a lifelong dream and and never seen myself doing it but it's been great 
Russ Bailey is our guest. And, you know, the stories like you just described are so common amongst your peers because things have changed so much. You know, you talked about your show many, many years ago, and now it's on all these social media platforms and YouTubes and and reaching people by the millions. And it's just been fantastic. The money in tournament fishing is insane. You have high school bass fishing clubs. You have college scholarships offered for fishing. I mean, it's just so great to see. And I know that the industry is there and growing and changing, and I'm so glad that you're being a part of that. Where else are you going to be? I know you're in Florida, and where else can folks look for the next season of Brush Pile Fishing? We are going to do some shows in Alabama, Florida, Tennessee. We've got some shows in Michigan we've got recorded that, you know, are going to be different than anything you've ever seen on a crappie show. I can't give any more out on that, but uh, we also, we, we did a show on uh, Hoover Lake in Columbus pulling planer boards. Uh, my cameraman actually just showed me that finish show. Incredible. We've got a great guest, Leanne Six. She is a female tournament pro, and I'll tell you what, she brings it now. When she's on that boat, she's there to catch some fish. So we, we try to vary things up. We try to look at every pattern technique that you could possibly do in crappie fishing. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you in safe travels. And do you have one place that you're looking forward to go or maybe a place that you've never been before? Um, you know what? I think we've pretty much made the rounds. We've I bet. The but I tell you, we are, we're going back to a place called Weiss Lake, Alabama, uh, this spring to do some dock shooting. And that, you know, if you want a three-pound fish, your best chance Mississippi by far. And most people will say if they've been there, that's their favorite lake. But Weiss Lake, Alabama, is by far my favorite, uh, and it's it's memories. And there you um, go. And you're gonna I, have to you're gonna have to come and see you on stage for all the rest of the tips and tricks and insights. And go and say hi to Russ. Say you heard him on Indian Outdoors. We're looking forward to seeing you that second weekend, my friend, up here in Indianapolis. Safe travels until you get here. We'll try to bring you Chamber of Commerce weather and something good to uh, to eat while you're here. But thanks for being a part of Indian Outdoors. All right, brother. Good talking to you. Look forward to seeing you. See you, my friend. One of my favorites, Russ Bailey. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. We're just kicking this thing off. What a great way to do it. Don't go anywhere. Back right after this. What a great way to kick off the Indiana Outdoor Show. Russ Bailey, Brush Pile Fishing. It's all part of the Ford Boat Sport and Travel Show previews that we've been doing. And it is the Indiana Outdoor Show, and I am your host, Brian Pointer. Brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to savelives.org. So great to be with you. And nothing brings sunshine to Indianapolis in the middle of February like the Boat Sport and Travel Show. And literally thousands and thousands of people and hundreds and hundreds of great professionals will all be gathering here over a two-week period. They call that the Boat Sport and Travel Show. The Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo is a show within a show. It's that second Friday, Saturday, Sunday, wildly popular. Speaking of being wildly popular, my good friend, and I don't know how many times we've been together, Bill, but it's been Many, many, and it goes back. This is our 25th year. Great to have you be a part of Indiana Outdoors. and looking forward to seeing you at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. It is the infamous Bill Eppards. Great to be with you, my friend. 
Hey, Brian, it's always good to be there and, and coming back to, to Indiana. You know, that's where I was born. And, uh, you know, it's always to see good friends. And and the Renfro people are just uh, amazing show promoters and good people uh, inside their self. And uh, I'm always looking forward to speaking there. Bill, you are one of the most prolific travelers. You've had sponsors for decades that have been loyal to you, and rightly so, because you're one of the best archers in the entire world. Uh, You hold multiple slam records. You hold so many just, I I don't even know where to begin. But for those that don't know, Bill, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you are a fan favorite and why the Renfros bring you back decade after decade. Well, you know, it's... (laughs) I'm very, I'm very blessed uh, in my hunting career, and you know, I've been, I've been with precision shooting equipment for 46 years. I've been with Quaker Boy Game Call 46 years. I've been with Mossy Oak on their national staff for over 33 years, and so you know, I've, I've really had some tremendous help coming up through the ranks, and uh, they promoted me, and and uh, I've been all over the world hunting. You know, I, I've taken uh, all the African animals, uh, all the New Zealand animals. I I've taken over 55 different species. You know, there's 170 animals in my house mounted. And, uh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, I, I, I shoot. That's called a museum, the- Bill. That's called a museum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been very blessed and, and sponsored uh, by a taxidermist uh, from Indiana, Lionger Taxidermy. So, I'm, I'm uh, you know, this guy does a great job. He makes him come back uh, alive to me, and I, I got good memories, you know, just sitting here looking at each in every critter you know it's funny uh, it's funny you talk about that because i have some work in my house as well not nearly the number that you do but people say well what do you do that for and i said it's not about the kill it's about all of the things that went into creating that memory and just like you'd put a picture of a vacation up on your wall with your family immediately you're taken back to moments to times to experiences to people to conversation to laughs and that all gets wrapped up in beautiful taxidermy work and i'm sure as you're sitting there right now you're smiling because you know exactly what i'm talking about well that's you hit it right on the point i mean uh, i can sit here and uh look at this look at these animals in every memory of who i was hunting with where i was at the adventure that I had and the memory, that's the best thing. You know, you, you can buy a lot of things in life, but you can't buy back time. And it, it, when I sit here and look at the time that I've spent, I do not regret that one second. Well, one you, second. You're, you were born here in Indiana, so you're, you're always a Hoosier, but you live our neighbor to the east over in Ohio now. And just give people an idea of your travel schedule and seminars that you've already done and where you're going to be, and then dovetail that into what people can expect to hear when you see at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo in Indianapolis. Well, you know, I, I, uh, I've been doing seminars. I just uh, completed the Northeast Sports Show up in Millersburg, Ohio, and, and the seminars were were just packed. I mean, a lot of standing room only. And, and you know, people love to hear, come and hear me talk about turkey and deer. And, and, and I've been so blessed in the hunting industry that, you know, I can do dangerous game. I can do waterfowl. I can do uh, deer and turkey. I, I've been very uh, successful. I've shot 19 grand slams of turkeys and three world slams. Uh, and, and I've shot four grand slams with a bow and two world slams with a bow. And, 
And, you know, archery is my main thing. And, and uh, I shoot competition uh, for that reason, uh, is for hunt, bow hunting. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm seven-time national champion and, and, and world champion. And so, I mean, that's the reason I compete and it is to be – you know, proficient at, at hunting critters with a bow and arrow set. So, you know, I'm up there speaking and I've been to the ATA show and, and, you know, I'm, I, I do Indianapolis and I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, then I'm in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a place where don't get me wrong. You get tired, you lose your voice, your legs are tired, but here's the best thing. You see a lot of friends and a lot of people it's like a family reunion that you miss and you want to talk to because you can't buy back time. And I want to spend every time, as much time as I can, you know, not sitting on the couch and thinking about uh, what I have to do is thinking about what I want to do. Well, I tell you what, that's more than I bargained for here on Indian Outdoors. Great life lessons. Nonetheless, it kind of summarizes the the, the mind of a hunter and people who know me, people that talk to you, people that know about hunting or the outdoors, whatever your passion might be, it could be fishing. They know that it's it's more about all of those experiences and getting out and experience all that life has to offer. So when you come up here, you talked about all the world slams, the grand slams, and people can look those up. That's very, very difficult. And you've got multiple uh, records in that department. But what can people expect to see and hear from you when you come up here to the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo? Well, it's a, about sharing my experiences that I have, and I, I also have a booth there. We have a, a new uh, a new vendor there from Hex Outdoors, which has Hex TV. Mike Slinkard's uh, uh, been a sponsor of mine for a lot of years, and uh, him and I do a lot of hunting together. He came into the state of Ohio this year, and and uh, we did a TV show here. And of course, I've been out there shooting elk with him. And so, you know, I, I talk about the experience and, and, and the memories, and I'll be presenting uh, the new bows that PSE has out for 2024. And, uh, you know, I've taken the new Carbon 30, uh, which is a 30-inch carbon carbon bow that PSE just released. And I think I probably shot the first animal with it this year uh, in uh, Oklahoma. And then I went to Texas and shot another critter, and, and I'm still after a big deer here if I can ever get the clouds to close up and quit raining on me. But, uh, you know, right now we're just – sharing experience and showing new product and, and the hex booth, which will be right next to my booth. Uh, people are really going to see uh, what this technology does. And, and it's been the first time at this show and we're looking forward to presenting it and, uh, you know, just having a good time talking to new people. Bill, I'm looking forward to personally seeing you out there. You're always one of my favorites. We're not going to be doing the broadcasting as we've done in the past, but as always, the Renfros have, have replaced me with something so much better. Uh, that's not hard to do, by the way. But I know you're going to be a fan favorite, and I'm looking forward to saying hello and shaking your hand and giving you a big hug is one of my favorites. So, Bill, great to talk to you and look forward to seeing you here in Indianapolis in a couple weeks. Brian, looking forward to it. If you ever need anything, you know how to contact me. Thank you very much. God love you. Talk to you soon. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. What a great guy. One of the hardest working guys in the outdoor business other than me. That's a lie. He's working a lot harder than me. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. I'm your host, Brian Pointer. We're going to be back right after this.
It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. What a beautiful week to be here in Indiana as we look forward to the, well, it hasn't been a beautiful week, but I woke up on the right side of the sod, so I'm calling that a beautiful week. And we're looking forward to the Indianapolis Boat Sport and Travel Show coming up here as we thank Bill Eppards, one of my favorites, along with Russ Bailey, both going to be at the Boat Sport and Travel Show and the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. But there's so many other things, and I'd like to bring it back here local just for a second uh, as we talk to our friends at the Indiana Wildlife Federation. Rick Cockrum joins us. Rick, it's been a minute. You probably have some fond memories of the Boat Sport and Travel Show yourself, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been there many, many times. It's a wonderful event. It's great in the springtime or late winter to be thinking about being outdoors, and, and it's just it's a great event. And, uh, yep, been taking my family there for, for years. You know, it's funny. I have memories of my dad going down on cold winter nights, and I've shared this with the other guests, and I love how they keep recreating uh, a new show each year, and it's now the largest sports show of its kind in the country, and the Renfro family continuing to make uh, buying a ticket a joy and creating great memories. But let's talk about the Indiana Wildlife Federation. You've got some great stuff coming up, and uh, I just want everybody to know about it. Well, uh, right now, in fact, I'm at the State House as, as we speak. Uh, Wildlife Federation was, was pretty successful last year in working with DNR and getting money in the budget for DNR projects, and we were pretty proud and happy with that. This year, it's more on defense. We're paying attention to bills that impact wetlands and soil erosion and, and things uh, such as that. Of course, the bobcat hunt is on a lot of people's minds. Uh, a few years ago, the Wildlife Federation was opposed on the basis that we had not seen the science yet. Uh, our our policy is kind of science-driven. What do the biologists tell us? Uh, while we don't prefer a legislative uh, remedy, uh, we'd prefer most of the rules on game harvest would go to the Natural Resources Commission. We've been told by DNR biologists that the population is sustainable. And, and one of the nice things about this legislation is it's it's not prescriptive to DNR. It just says have a season. It doesn't dictate uh, time, place, manner, locations, any place like that. So, well, so you, you've had experience. Been, you've had experience on that Natural Resources Commission, as I have for the last gosh seventeen years, and we'll look forward to creating that. I think you're right. I've had an opportunity to talk to Jerry Ann Albers, the biologist, and and not just anecdotally, but scientifically, it's time. So we're looking forward to working through that. You've got some upcoming big events within the Wildlife Federation itself that. Folks should know about. I always encourage people to become a member of something that are advocating for your beliefs. Indiana Wildlife Federation, no better place to do that. But what are some of the things that you've got on tap for your members coming up soon? Well, our uh, annual conference is uh, February 3rd at the Drury Inn on the north side of Indianapolis. It's in North Meridian at 465. Starts about 8 a.m. It's a day long uh, conference with topics and speakers and information. Last year we focused on wetlands. This year we've our, our theme is wildlife and waterways. Uh, of course, every every form of life needs water, and and uh, our focus is on rivers and river commissions. We've got a panel for White River, Blue River, and Kankakee to talk about some of their successes. Uh, a law passed last year to allow other local government units to create river commissions if they want to 
do that, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to recognize a couple of legislators for their contribution. We've got a national speaker talking about the Ohio River Basin. Um, as you, you know, and most of your listeners know, 80% of Indiana is part of the Ohio River Basin, basically anything Fort Wayne South. So that's coming up. And also, if you want to register, uh, you can attend in person or virtual. It's uh, indianawildlife.org. But when you're on there, uh, click on the uh, silent auction and check out some of the activities and events and products. We've got everything from wildlife seed packets to to cottages to overnight stays on cabins to archery lessons. There's just a, a, a plethora of fun events and uh, products that you can bid on there. Um, but you go online, indianawildlife.org to register and or to bid on on uh, the silent auction. You know, I'm doing that right now. I'm taking a note because I know that's a lot of fun for people, and you do put a lot of effort into that. For those that aren't familiar with what the Indiana Wildlife Federation is, briefly describe. Well, we're the Indiana's oldest conservation group. We were created in 1938, but basically all 92 counties had uh, outdoor uh, fishing and hunting clubs or sportsman's clubs. In fact, Monday night, I just spoke to the Dubois County Sportsman's Club, which is one of the larger ones still active and functioning. They all got together in 1938 and decided that if they didn't collectively support wildlife management, we probably would not have any. And they were very, very smart, one of the first ones in the country to do that. And so uh, Indiana Wildlife Federation was born in 1938 and ever since then has been lobbying on creating the Department of Natural Resources, financing it, Indiana's game laws, Indiana's fish and harvest laws. And we're still active in, in that area. Uh, we've got a board of directors with a variety of background, a lot of hunters and anglers. But we also have <clears throat> paddlers, hikers uh, involved. The common denominator is every everybody believes in protecting the wildlife and wildlife properties and a sustainable management uh, system to so our children can enjoy the same. Well, we can't thank you enough for being a part of Indiana Outdoors, and thanks for all the work that you do on behalf of conservation and Hoosier hunter, fisherman, and outdoors enthusiasts at the Indiana Wildlife Federation. Uh, give that website one more time because I want to make sure I got it right so I can go and check out the auction item and uh, to get people registered for your event coming up. IndianaWildlife.org. Pretty simple. Well, my friend, I'll look forward to catching up with you. Maybe we'll see each other at the Boat Sport and Travel Show. If not, thanks for being a part of Indiana Outdoors this weekend. My friend Rick Cochran at the Indiana Wildlife Federation. Thanks for being here, my friend. Thank you. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. You know that by now. Don't go anywhere. we still got stuff coming up right after this. Party has been a good one. See? So little time, especially when you have great guests. A lot to talk about on Indiana Outdoor Show. I, your host, Brian Pointer, because this is the season for shows, not just the Indiana Outdoor Show, but all these personalities, like we've talked to Joe Thomas and Bill Eppards today, 
traveling around the country, uh, Russ Bailey doing shows in Florida. These guys are out there. Mike DelVisco was with us a couple weeks ago. They're all institutions at the Ford Boat Sport and Travel Show coming up in Indianapolis. Both shows, that is the Boat Sport and Travel Show, which includes Tackle Town, the Hog Trough, where a lot of these personalities will be having booths and demonstrating tips and tactics and doing the meet and greets that people love to interact. And I know the hosts love that as well uh but the deer turkey waterfowl expo is friday saturday sunday it will be uh as they say standing room only in that friday saturday sunday it's the show within a show and bill eppards he's very humble uh he talked about all these world slams grand slams those are so difficult when you take the entire series of species within the turkey realm uh he's done that multiple times uh prolific bow hunter great deer hunter resident of ohio so even though he was born here we're still going to call him a hoosier and You know, Russ Bailey, when uh, he's on his way to Florida and giving us some time, I'll take all I can get because he is truly a great personality. Crappie fishing, family-friendly, wildly popular, and he is truly one of the experts uh, in the field, so to speak. Uh, Rick Cockrum, the Indiana Wildlife Federation, they've got their upcoming uh, annual meeting open and you can register if you have interest in conservation great way to go and spend a day meet some like-minded folks and learn about all the advocacy that the Indiana Wildlife Federation is involved with you heard Rick talk about its long legacy and history rich history and successes here in the state of Indiana but uh, indianawildlife.org if you want to go and register I'm going to go there because he talked about the Wildlife Federation's auction that's online i'm looking forward to that so we're just a few weeks away from the boat sport and travel show we are going to continue highlighting and bringing you some of the stuff you're not going to believe the stuff we're doing next week i mean dogs that sniff out morel mushrooms yep that's coming next week it is the indiana outdoor show i your host brian pointer we're brought to you by indiana donor network driven to save lives.org be safe remember turn in a poacher everybody 1-800-TIP-I-D-N-R see you next week